sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome and bienvenue to Two Sides of the Story That's Sean Sides And that's Tom Sides Sorry, what was that? I, I decided to give it a little multilingual entrance this week. You know, keep it fresh, nice. keep it exciting. I like I like your spicing it up. It was kind of my idea last episode that we do a French episode, and here we are. <laughs> here I'm just Frenching it up for you. I like it. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, bud? Pretty good. I can't complain for the most part. Um, one thing's bugging me, but it, such is life. I got one thing bugging me too. I can't wait. Let's go back to back rants. You start. Okay. They fucking canceled Comic-Con in Edmonton. I totally get it. But they're fucking... My problem here with this is this is a fucking rant. Is hockey games are allowed to go on and it's a third of attendance. So they could have done a third of attendance, but they oversold the tickets. Not, I mean, nobody can necessarily see these shutdowns coming except for everybody in Alberta, basically, because we it was fucking obvious that it was going to happen. So like, why... Couldn't you do like some kind of time slot issue? You just have to cancel fucking completely because you don't want to have to deal with people showing you your fucking passports and shit and dealing with like, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. I'm sad about it. Obviously slightly depressed about it. Cause you want to meet like, Riker, fuck, eh? I was going to meet Riker. Yeah. And there was like a couple of decent other announcements too. Like William Shatner was coming again. Might have to get a second picture with him. I don't know. I had options and I wanted to fucking see uh, Christina Ricci was coming, which was no. like, announced like this week so you announced that she's coming this week and then you fucking cancel later on in the week and they sent her an email as well saying hey uh if you don't mind we would prefer that people not request request refunds on their tickets we will just save the tickets for you for next year or you could return your return them and get your money back and I'm like, you don't know what I'm doing next year. Don't make plans for me. What if you fucking cancel it again last minute? I'm tired of this shit. I totally understand it. And I so- totally support like shutting down things if it's not safe. And hey, maybe that's not a safe thing. A bunch of people touching the same shit, walking around. I get it. But goddamn it, it pisses me off. Just like at the beginning of all this goddamn pandemic stuff that we're forced to deal with because of the fucking shitty ass coronavirus. I didn't get to go to the coin show. I'd been saving up. I'd been ready. I was going to buy a specific coin and I didn't get to the fucking coin show. So just one thing after another, I keep having my events taken away from me. Thomas rant, go. Hold on. Before I get into my rant, um, <laughs> I would have waited in line for Christina Ricci. That, that, that I want to be completely clear on. Adam's family, Casper, literally anything else. Black snake moan. Like, right. Like I would have waited. She's in line. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would have yeah. waited in line for that. Um, on the whole coin thing, remember last week you were talking about a new shop in the West Edmonton Mall. Did you apply for a job there? Like, is that? Do you do any of that? Well, easy. Let's uh, just take a deep breath here. <laughs> not yet, but I will call the guy. I'm gonna call the guy. I want to talk to the guy. I'm curious. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be on you about this because I think yeah. it's a great idea. Uh, it's for sure. Passion and. Like, I know you already have a steady job and you work like dumb hours, but yeah. I think you getting at least uh, like a part-time job at a place that you would be passionate about 
And then you just use that paycheck to pay for your fucking addiction, which is collecting stuff. Yeah. I think like it doesn't hurt anybody. It makes a lot of sense. It really does. The only thing and it I hurts like is your relationship with Crystal because it's just hours where you're not home. <laughs> no, I'd schedule it accordingly. But yeah, no, I, it's something I got to do for sure. At least to try. Yeah. But well, like, you just give them like three days, four to five hours. Let's make something happen here. Yeah, exactly. I'm valuable too. I'm a manager. I have like leadership skills. I can do whatever the fuck they want. And I'm handsome. That you are. You're a goddamn Adonis. Um, <laughs> my rant. I Now, I wish I went first because I feel mine's dumb now. <laughs> um, I went into where I parked my car on the way home before recording this podcast. And all the spots were taken except for one. And then I go to turn into the one empty spot. And you know what's fucking there? A moped. A fucking moped. <laughs> I wanted to just pick it up and move it because fuck you, you're a moped. Why are you taking up a full parking spot? These are meant for cars, you animal. You arrogant <laughs> fuck. This, your thing has pedals on it. You're basically a bicycle, you asshole. Like, I, I, I was a little bit, like, I was a little bit enraged. So now I have to go park on the street like a goddamn peasant. But it's fine. Uh, I'm a little bit petty about it. But has that ever happened to you? Like, fuck, is, is parking is stacked. I just want to get, want to park my car and go like, cool, an open spot. And it's beside like an SUV or something. You get there and it's just like a really tiny car. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've experienced that already. Not only as a driver, but as a passenger of many years. It's, it's a true. Eh? You're new to, I always forget you're new to the driving bit. I'm sorry to yeah, cut you off. I always forget a, that. No, I know. I just like it hasn't happened to me at all, like really yet. But I just wanted to feel like I was cool and part of the team. So I was like, yeah, man. Like, so, but it's only ever happened as a passenger. But I see the frustration in the person that was driving. And I can imagine that I'd be fucking frustrated too if it happened to me. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, I don't have many pet peeves in this world. And I do find as I go on, because you asked me about it like a couple episodes ago, maybe a yeah. dozen episodes ago. And um, I got to tell you, thinking you have a parking spot to lo and behold that you don't have one. <laughs> oh, that gets me going. That I, yeah, that's I, I really wanted to park my car, take the moped, move it because fuck you, you're a moped. <laughs> and then park my car when you're parking do you prefer to back in so you can drive out into adventure or do you pull in to save the hassle of backing in or is, do you mix it up all the time i mix it up so honestly it's just okay, preference, like uh, like what i'm feeling that day um like i have no problem with backing out like i don't really give a shit and i don't care to back yeah in. yeah but i will tell you this today it happened today and i was really proud of myself i finished work and uh i go to park on the the street because I was going out later and there was this like pretty girl on her bike and she looked, she looked like old enough where I'm not being a creep. So let's just get that out right. of the way. Okay. Yeah. I was but, a little uh, worried, but like, uh, I had to parallel park and I fucking nailed it. There's nice. nothing worse than parallel parking and having to like, oh, I have to adjust it, but no, I parallel parked. And I did it right in front of her and I did it fucking perfectly. Like, I know that she doesn't give a fuck probably, but in that moment, I'm a motherfucker that can parallel park. Did she get off the bike and come over and be like, nice fucking parking, bud? 
you know what? She didn't, on. and I'm a little bit pissed that she didn't. But I got that's say, weird. It's a power move. Throwing that's totally a, a societal park. norm. Yeah. Like, have you, can you parallel park? Oh yeah, yeah. I nail, I nail that shit every time. The I haven't par- had to do it a whole lot, but I passed the test, so clearly I can do it. Yeah, it's a power move. Whenever you can like throw it around and stuff. Like when I park downtown and I can parallel park, like that gets me going. Like I get like a half chub every single time I throw out a parallel park. <laughs> I like seeing like someone who's clearly been driving for a long time struggle to parallel park. Oh, and when like, they have like way too much room to do it. And like me as a non-driver in the past observing that was like, Jesus Christ, like oh, how the fuck can you not do that? So like inherently just being like an averagely smart person i can park parallel park with ease i'm not saying that you're stupid if you can't parallel park because there's skill involved in everything in life but i'm just simply saying that i have observed I love the audacity that- the, the audacity that you have because you were doing this before you had a fucking license yeah oh well you, you just watch and you're like what the fuck that was and like i lived up to the hype because i can parallel park so and it didn't come with like extreme hardness. I there might be certain situations where it's like extremely tight, and I just choose to park somewhere else. But I can usually hit it. That's it's fucking hilarious to me. Like I, like, but is it a common occurrence for you to parallel park nowadays? Not often. It it's more common than I'd like to admit. Like I, like I go park on the street today. Um, after uh, I saw the fucking aforementioned moped. And yeah. so I had to parallel park again. And I feel like whenever I see, this is just the way I think, whenever I see there's two cars and then a spot in the middle, I assume that that car at the end is being a dick and just goes, no, I'm going here. I don't want to move up to the second spot. I don't want to make it easy for the next guy. No, no. If you want to park here, you have to parallel park. Like, I'm not That's assuming awesome. when that guy parked, there was a car ahead of him. No, no, no. When that guy parked, he made a decision. <laughs> I like the thought of that. That's for sure. It's a good idea. Very good idea. Yeah. I'm going to set challenges now. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like creating issues where you know you don't need one. <laughs> yeah. That's very not nice. Yeah. It's um, like when someone parks way, way, way too close to you on your driver's side. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you want me to dent your door? Okay. So uh, I'm back in Vancouver now and I have a test on uh, Tuesday. So as of the release of this podcast, it will be tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm studying for this thing. How are you at studying? Were you ever good at it ever? No, I'm going to be honest. Like, not really. When it came to school, I was, if I read through it once, I usually remembered it. You know what I mean? Like I've got a pretty decent memory with that kind of stuff. So studying, I haven't had to do serious, serious studying since I've been an adult, really. Like I've taken some courses and stuff like that, but my studying skills need some work. It occurs to me that I do not know how to study. Like, I don't think I ever knew how to study. Like I never studied in high school and that, that, that showed in my grades in certain classes, but like, so I'm studying for this driver's exam for the Vancouver airport, which shouldn't be as stressful as it is. But because, but because it's been a minute since I've like done these questions and all that, you have to renew it every five years. Right. And 
I'm in the midst of this and I just have to like remember what like just the, these little details. And here I am trying to study and I'm like my go to move is just like read the thing, write it down here. So at least like I've written it. So it's in here somehow. Yeah, but I'm just that makes sense. information and I'm talking to people like I don't I honestly have no idea how to properly study because <laughs> I've gone so long never actually doing it. And like it, it's a pain in my ass. Like I know I passed this test before because I had the license already. Yeah. But fuck, now they have to do it again, and it's nerve wracking a little bit. Eh? It is, and like yeah. you don't want to be the guy that fails. No, that's so embarrassing, thing, right? And like you know you're smart too, but it's just like the un no reassurance on a personal level when it comes to it because it is a skill we understand because we're smart adults that studying is a skill and we have not practiced it much in life so i am not i honestly i have not (laughs) practiced this enough in my life i actually know someone who's a master studier and who's like currently training someone to study and has turned them from like uh maybe a cd student to an a student and that is kieran's lady she is yeah she is super duper smart and i've thought about this to myself actually a couple times that if i go like decide to go to trade school or decide to go back to university or certain things like that i am 100 getting making her teach me how to study getting asking begging it is a fucking i'm I'm just gonna go to their house and be like i need to live here for a week i don't even know how to take notes no not properly i jot shit down and then like when i've taken certain courses that i had to take for work um i just jot down notes and then they're like hey now's your like 10 minute study window and i look down at my notes i'm like what the fuck does this say what does this say i don't know what the hell i was like i don't take proper notes and that's a skill too right i had a teacher that would make notes on um those uh what are they called uh um whiteboards not whiteboards, but they showed it with the light. What the fuck is that called? Oh, uh, overhead projector. Thank you very much. Overhead projector. Yeah. And he would do it on like the Sharpie marker on the white of the clear paper. And he put it on the overhead projector. Yeah. And he would read the notes. But if you didn't keep up with his voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been there. You weren't taking those notes. They slipped that page off and you're like, what the fuck? And that was the class. Like that was like, that is what you did that class. It wasn't like. So here's some things about history that you should probably know. Here's some important <laughs> parts. Take note of this shit. No, no, it's just like, I'm going to talk about this and write everything I've already written. And if you can't do it, then go fuck yourselves. Like, <laughs> We're in the 10th grade. Like, I'm trying to fi- find out if any girl likes me. Can we worry about other things now, please? <laughs> That's funny. You know, uh, while you're on overhead projectors, I watched like some interior decorating show years and years ago where they take like a portrait or a picture or a cartoon and you print it out on clear paper with the lines Mm -hmm. and then you use the overhead projector to project that onto your wall. And that's how someone of my skill level can make a mural on your wall of whatever you want. You just trace out the lines that it's projecting and then you made a beautiful art masterpiece. And when I saw it, I was like, holy fuck that's brilliant so i was at a garage sale like 10 15 years ago now and i bought an overhead projector for 10 bucks and i still have it in the attic and i still have yet to use it but one fucking day i'm gonna make a mural like you wouldn't believe i hope you do that soon and i think pluto and or charlie or cookie it's pluto yeah 
Pluto agrees with me. Yeah, he really gave me shit there. Damn. Yeah, he gave you the business. He's like, you're gone all day. You come home, and then you're gonna sit in the room and talk with your cousin. This is bullshit. <laughs> I get that you have your hobbies. I need to be pet, motherfucker. Pretty much, yeah. He's love hungry. Um, as you know, I've had family in town for a bit, and they left today. Uncle John's back in Boston. He's back in Boston, baby. So oh, he, sorry, the dogs ahead. are feeling it, you know. Oh yeah, I guess they got used to like a crowded house, hey? Yeah, they like it. So Uncle John's gonna be in the hockey pool. I'm not sure if you've heard otherwise or something. Nope. Um, he's gonna be in. Okay. Um, my buddy Morgan does not want to know what his real name is because he has the most hilarious email. <laughs> I don't want to say it on the podcast because I'm worried he's just gonna get bombarded. But yeah. he's only going to be addressed as his email. So That's Uncle funny. John, uh, I hope you're listening. You have no choice but to make your username what your email is. So as That's long funny. as you're that, as long as you're referee b-ball at a certain email address, <laughs> you just have to be Did you know that b-ball. he's a referee? Did you I don't know, that know about- anything about Uncle John that he, okay. aside that he like bathes in Tabasco sauce. Yeah, he's a, a referee. Yeah. Basketball. That's clear to me now. Yeah, he does like uh, college and universities and stuff like that. Not so much anymore, but he was doing it lots back in the day. Like nice. he got to do a, like some pickup games for the Lakers when they lived in San Diego, and that's he's like a he's yeah he's like a legit referee. If he's doing college, like he's just like a little bit away from the show. No, yeah, I think so. I don't know like what level exactly, but he's told me about it. Like it sounds like it was pretty serious. So. I played uh, football with a guy whose dad was a basketball referee in the Olympics, and that was like a big deal. Yeah, that's cool. That's all I have. That's one of those things. Like sports people, when you're in sports, like you're obviously referees are a part of every sport, and it's a different trade. It's fun hearing people talk about that kind of thing and the calls that they get to make and their little like hand signals that they fucking do. Yeah. My favorite one. Uh, my favorite referee in any sport is a lacrosse referee uh, yeah. in uh, in arena, like box lacrosse. So not field lacrosse, but box lacrosse. Okay. So when I was a kid, there was like the head referee was a guy with one arm. Now there's a hand signal for whenever, because there's a shot clock, much like basketball. There's a 30 second shot clock. So yeah. if your team takes possession. You have 30 seconds to get a shot on net. Right. Now this referee, the hand signal for a shot, you take your hand, stick it right in the air, and you just, like, wiggle it around. Like, you just kind of, like, a fish out of water. Okay. We used to joke around that he would do it with the wrong arm sometimes, and you can just imagine just <laughs> just the elbow would just wait. You guys are terrible. <laughs> That's awful. It's awful, but, like, wouldn't you just pay a million dollars just to see that? <laughs> you know what I did see? I don't know if I've told you about this before, but I got to witness a high four. We had two different guys working with us. One guy was, or sorry, both guys were missing their index fingers. One guy had it just lobbed off and the other guy, they like took the entire section out that goes all the way down to your thumb. And I like brought them together and was like, Hey guys, like, can you do me like a really big solid? And they're both like, yeah, of course. What? Like thinking it was work related. And I was like, would you mind 
possibly high fouring for me because I've never seen a high four and I might not get the chance again. <laughs> and they were both super into it. They were like, holy shit, like I never thought this moment would happen. And I, they got to high four and have the moment of the high four. And I was their fucking um, prop guy being like, yeah, bro, it's fucking high four. It's going like, for a high four, boys. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was like being living in The Simpsons, basically. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I've ever only seen a high four done in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or was <laughs> that a high three? Ooh, I would say high four. Yeah. I, I want to go with a high four because it makes me happy, but it could be a high three. <laughs> Do you remember Barney's explanation of the invention of the high five? No, uh, from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. He had so many. Please go ahead. It had to do with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But after three days, when he came back, he came running into the church and was like, I'm alive. And the very first high five was invented. I don't know if that's canon or if that was just something he threw out on the spot, but I like it. Was it was definitely canon. Jesus yeah. came up with a high five. <laughs> you know I, like those creative ideas and like that stuff of like where dumb shit that guys do comes from. I kind of appreciate that they did that. Like, yeah. I know that it's wrong, but like, what was the invention of the bro code between like Benjamin Franklin and uh, yeah, Barney did the best storytelling. George Washington shit out of his ass. I like doing that sometimes. Like, I'll be sitting there with like Crystal and Kieran and a bunch of other our other friends, and I'll just start talking shit out of my ass, and they all of them are just like just just shut the fuck up Sean but I'll go on for a while if they let me and I'll do it if they're especially if there's a stranger there who doesn't really know me I'll be like yeah you know like I had to get out of the figure skating world because it just became too cutthroat and it was more about the drama than it was about the skating anymore and like the person will be like what like starting to listen because I'll like sell it like I'm fucking being real and then of course my close people are like just just shut the fuck up but it's fun to go on rants like that I, I do. I do enjoy that. Um, so I have a song stuck in my head. As you know, that before we were pre-recording, we were, you know, we just shooting the shit beforehand. And um, so I want to tell you this story. I have Prince stuck in my head. I have specifically Raspberry Beret stuck in my head. Okay. Again, not a bad song to have stuck in your head. Usually, like, Raspberry Beret. I don't know that song at all. Secondhand stove. Honestly, deep dive it. Prince is fucking awesome. But One I've been pa- sorry. Continue. Sorry, uh, I've been deep diving Prince ever since my niece's birthday party in August. Yeah. So she had like a prince and princess themed birthday party. Yeah. And so what I did so I could attend the party was I went to the local like T-shirt make make me a T-shirt store and I yeah. had made my own Prince T-shirt. So I can go to the prince and princess themed birthday party. <laughs> nice. And the thing that hurts the most is that, like two people got it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like there they are. Like granted, they're four. So I expected none of the kids to get it. Of course. But at least two people got it. That's better than none. Yeah. I just like, you know, you do a thing and you try to get appreciation for <laughs> a dumb joke. But ever <laughs> since then, I've been like deep diving prints and so just like, like, I've always liked him, but fuck, yeah. man, I'm getting really back into Prince, which sucks because now I want to see him live and now I can't until he yeah. like, 
comes out of that room that he's hiding in with Tupac and Elvis? Pretty much. I don't know Prince well. Like, I know that a couple songs like, Your Kiss, Your Kiss is on my list. I know that song. That's not really his yeah, song. I'm just fucking around. Like, Prince is great. Like, uh, let's kiss, go crazy. Is that what it's called? Where he's like, ah, and then, yeah, is that Corporal Rain is awesome. Like, I, that sound you made is almost like every Prince song. But what yeah. I do recommend is you watch Bat Dance on YouTube, the music video, because he did all the music for the 1989 Batman. Okay. So for like like all the songs that were used were Prince songs. Interesting. So I didn't know the, that. Like the, instrumental, the instrumental stuff was Danny Elfman, like in any Tim Burton movie. It's always Danny Elfman. Yeah. But all the songs were done by, were done by Prince. So then Prince did uh, a song for the Batman movie called Bat Dance. Doesn't make it into the movie, but he does make the most epic music video of all music videos where he's half Batman, half Joker dancing around the Batcave. Honestly, Sean, if you haven't seen it, it is worth the seven and a half minutes it is to watch it. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Just, Shoot me a link after the pod. <laughs> yeah, I know that we're like you and I are kind of done with like the recommendations, but I really recommend you check out Batdance. Let's be clear. We're not done with the recommendations. It's just that we're free flowing with them where it doesn't have to be like a fucking stickler thing every time where we're calling each other out for not fucking doing it. With, yeah, with it's, it got a little bit like cutthroat a little bit. Well, have it you wasn't watched even... this yet? No, you got to do your homework. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you were sabotaging a bit too. You were like, I want you to take a canoe down the river. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's like in one week. That's Sab- a fucking commitment. Sabotage- to have. Sorry. Here, have a fun weekend. <laughs> oh, excuse me for sabotaging your fucking day. Here we go. Tom, I want you to eat a poutine, you fat fuck. <laughs> and then show everybody. Yeah, fatty, eat a poutine. That's you. You're that's basically bullying. I'm pretty sure that's bullying. But uh, honestly, that one was just out of curiosity. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. It just yeah i guess yeah it was a stupid recommendation i guess <laughs> i do wish though that you'd watch fucking blood sport masters of the universe so i've been waiting for you to like bring it up sean i, I finally watched it you're you right it's the best i got fucking you, movie made in the 80s i have hovered them on my amazon prime twice i don't like is tonight the night am i gonna do it am i actually gonna <laughs> waste my fucking time and watch this stuff and then i go ahead and go like you know what? I'm gonna watch a series I've already seen 17 times, so I can rewatch it. <laughs> you need to get get some culture, sir. Watch Masters of the Universe and Bloodsport. <laughs> culture. <laughs> no, no, some of the finest German acting we've ever seen. <laughs> Pretty much. And then the French acting from Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, good stuff. It's actually Jean Claude Van Damme. Don't forget. <laughs> It's a hard damn. Yeah, you gotta fucking throw the damn. Um, I want to get into this now because I don't want to end on a sad note. But we had a huge loss this week. Um, Norm Macdonald. I'm not sure if you were a fan at all. Big fan. I was. Uh, one of Canada's greatest comedians passed away, and I'm not sure if you were doing what I was doing this week. But all I've been doing is deep diving Norm Macdonald's shtick like everything he did and i gotta say there's 
two things that are probably the funniest things I have ever seen in my life. So if you're going to go YouTube bat dance while you're at it, here's a couple more things to YouTube. Uh, he did. Norm Macdonald used to work on SNL. I know you don't like that show. I love that era. I yeah. love that era. I watched all of that era for the record. So Norm Macdonald was fired from Saturday Night Live. Okay. I didn't know he, that. He was fired because he kept on making OJ Simpson jokes during the trial. Right. Because he was the weekend update guy. Yeah. And it got to a point where I think the head of NBC at the time was buddies with OJ Simpson. Oh, so, shit. so word got down the chain and went, hey, Norm, stop making OJ Simpson jokes. Yeah. So Norm McDonald went ahead and made like 17 more. Shit. Because Norm McDonald, like, I know that we throw around the term, like, that guy does not give a fuck, like, a lot, like, and, it, and we don't necessarily mean it, or that person doesn't actually, most people Isn't give a genuinely fuck. genuinely like that, yeah. Yeah. Norm McDonald did not give a fuck. If the joke needed to be made, he fucking made the joke. So um, he ended up getting fired for being quote unquote unfunny. Then a year and a half later, he comes out with the movie uh, Dirty Business. Have you ever seen it? I think so. Uh, sorry, Dirty Work. Dirty Work. Excuse Let me, me ask you, because I was trying, I was telling the story the other day. Is this the movie with the scene where they're fucking pulling past a group of people, possibly in a movie theater lineup, and he fucking takes his ass out to moon them, and the car breaks down, and they're stuck. That is the fucking best. That that always is stuck in my mind, and I couldn't remember the name of the movie I was yeah. telling guys about today, because a lot of the 20-year-olds at my work, they don't know who the fuck he is, really. Yeah. And so I'm educating them, like, this guy is fucking funny, but... Dirty Work, really worth everyone's watch. So he's promoting Dirty Work. So Lauren McDonald brings him on to host SNL. And all he does is kind of shit on the fact that he was being fired. He was fired. So he goes, a year and a half ago, I used to work for SNL. I used to do the weekend update show. You know that part where we do the fake news and all that stuff and we go for a laugh? Yeah, I was fired for being quote unquote unfunny. Now, if I worked for anybody else, I would have had a hell of a lawsuit. But because we work in comedy, they fucking got me. (laughs) (laughs) This whole thing. It's just so good. And he goes, and he goes into it. And he just says, um, "I'm doing. I'm not doing it justice. I do apologize for that because no one could talk the way Norm Macdonald could talk." But he yeah. was going. Um, <laughs> so two things could have happened: either a, I got a lot funnier, but let's be honest, that's very unlikely in the time span <laughs> of a year and a half. So what do you think else happened? The show got a lot worse. <laughs> So we have a really bad show for you tonight. Uh, Jay Z's here. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Uh, that's worth the watch. And then he does this like he was known for going on Conan and doing these long winded rants about uh, like there weren't rants, but there were jokes that he was like a long walk to get there. But I do recommend you check out Andy Richter, the Swedish German. Yeah. His moth story. And um, there's a story he has about Jean-Guy de Gatineau. Or it starts off with Jean-Guy de la Gautier. And it turns into Jean-Guy de la Gatineau because he changes his name midway through the story because he forgets what he's talking about. <laughs> it, it, uh, just deep dive. 
Conan Brian on Conan, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, I'll check that out. Have you, like, I've heard people talk about his stand-up, but I haven't seen any of it. Did he put out, like, any specials? Have you seen you them can, if he did? You can find one on Netflix. He has a, I think he did one rather recently. Okay. And uh, he has a show on Netflix, like the Norm Macdonald talk show or something like that. It's right. I watched it. It's worth a watch. The guy, the guy was a genius, and I'm starting to see things that I think Canada loved him because he was a Canadian. Yeah, and um, he had a book come out, Norm Macdonald, a memoir. Yeah, and I wanted to buy it. I was thinking about buying it before. I just never got around to doing it. And I was like, "Fuck, he just died. I got to get my hands on this book." Yeah, it sold out everywhere. Like oh, you, shit. you can't get your hands on it. So. A thing like that makes me so happy to know that people everywhere are buying his book and are, you know what, we're going to miss this man. I want every little piece of Norm I can because he was really funny. Like, I'm not sure if you remember the like his scene. He's in the animal with uh, Rob Schneider. Do you remember that movie where Rob no, Schneider gets vaguely, a bunch of I don't know that I watched it, but I remember it. He gets a whole bunch of animal pieces in him. And then all of a sudden he gets all these animal urges it's a whole it's not okay rob, you know what i think i did see that yeah but there's a scene where norm mcdonald is in it and they're all about they're all in this angry mob and he goes like so when do we get to light our torches the cop goes well when it's dark out he goes yeah well what if we already lit our torches that would be pretty cool eh? he's just standing there with an already lit torch <laughs> like it's like these subtle things that are just so funny and then he just shows up in a bunch of adam Sandler movies like he's in uh Billy Madison, and he just shows up randomly all the time. Yeah, uh, he was good in those movies too. Like uh, yeah. Happy with no, it was, it was Billy Madison where yeah. he was one of the buddies who stole the lunches and shit. Yeah, exactly. just great subtle humor. Like, and he was just that guy. You know what I mean? When you watch his shit, you're like, "There's, it's just a piece of comedy that needs to be there." I recommend him to and anyone I, any day I, of the week. And I do want our listeners to know, like, if you are looking for something just to make you laugh. Honestly, just YouTube, Norm Macdonald. The man was a legend. He was sick for, I think, nine years, apparently. Yeah, I heard that in 10 years is what I heard, but yeah. it's a long time. Yeah, and he told no one. Told yeah. no one. There was a tweet out by Anthony Jeselnik, and he goes, Norm Macdonald not telling anyone that he had cancer for nine years is the most Norm Macdonald thing. Huh. And 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 it's what it was like he was a beloved comedian i've been i'd like to listen to a bunch of comedy podcasts i don't just listen to our own yeah um and the things that a bunch of comedians had to say about him like he was beloved for sure comedy community like to them to them he was probably the funniest comedian and that it it just warms your heart and i feel like he was a guy that was very underappreciated but holy holy fuck he's worth a he's worth a checkout and i just want to give my condolences to uh norm's family i know he has a son named dylan i'm not sure um of who else he has in his family but i just all the best to mcdonald family and uh yeah thanks for all the great comedy i'm not really big on celebrity deaths like either like like there's like everyone does the like picture on instagram or something like that and says yeah and I'm not I'm not gonna do that, but what I, I will talk about, like he is what he he was one of my favorites. I get what I, you mean. I like to talk about their work, not their demise. Yeah, he was one of my favorites, and uh I'm gonna miss him. 
I, I, I anything he put out, I watched because I was a fan. For sure, and certain and then, celebrity and, deaths hit home, right? The people yeah. we love, they entertain us. They we appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's hard when you see the shitty side of life and that is death. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, this one hit a little hard for me. Like there's a there's a bunch that like you know they happen and like you like Michael Jackson died. I honestly I didn't care. Like a, no. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy his music, but I, I honestly, I didn't feel like this one. I actually felt with like I was, I was really taken aback and a little bit. Just, Robin Williams was one for me. That one for me too. That yeah. one, for me, yeah. Um, Joe Cocker. Do you know him? With a little help from my friends, of course. You know that's a Beatles song, right? That's a cover. I remember when he passed away i remember i went home and put that song on and just listened to it word for word and had like a moment because not that i'm like a raging fan i don't have a joe cocker tattoo or t-shirts of his or anything like that but just that song was such a song and he such a, a like bunch of fucking hits too if he you... does yeah i like a lot of his music but that one in particular i had to like you know you have those moments um there was uh in the first season of snl john like have you, you watched like the live at Woodstock when he performs uh, with a little help of my friends, Joe Cocker. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see how he like his body moves like really weird. Yeah. Like, like he's performing and all of a sudden he has like spina bifida and like. <laughs> so John Belushi did a Joe Cocker impression where he sings with a little help from my friends and he out Joe Cocker's Joe Cocker. Like it's really, <laughs> it's really worth. Like if you can find it online. Yeah, I'll check that out. I feel like I might have seen it, but I'll definitely check it out. That's funny. So on a happier note, I'd like to read something to you that I know you already read yourself, but I want to read to you. Please. Give me one second here, and I will pull it up. You can keep talking in the meantime while I figure out technology. I mean, I'm not opposed Fine. to that. I actually have a little rant I want to go on. I'm going to go on this quick little rant. Um, Perfect. I have So since we saw the Matrix trailer last week, yeah, I started re-watching The Matrix. And I still love those movies. But then I got on to a John, uh, John Wick tangent because I just went, I just need more Keanu fighting people right now. Yeah. And I found something out with Netflix that I don't necessarily care for. So if you are not a Netflix original and you have foreign language in your movie and you don't already have subtitles on, guess what? You don't know what the people are saying. So they like this bot this bothers me. In any other movie, they have like you're speaking this language. That's cool. I don't speak that. Thank God you put subtitles underneath. So I understand what you're saying in Russian. Thank you very much. I don't speak Russian. But now on Netflix, the Russian people are talking and I don't have a fucking clue what they're saying because I don't have subtitles on because I'm distracted ever so easily. So when the words change, guess what I'm looking at? The words, not what's happening on the screen. So I go on and then I go, here, Russian words are talking. I don't know what's saying, but it'd be nice to know. So I put on my fucking, it's just dumb to me that here we are in a like an endless thing of streaming services. I can go on my phone and watch any movie I ever want. But if I want to know what the fucking foreign people are saying, I have to put on subtitles for the language I already speak. It's so fucking dumb to me that it's not already a part of it. Yeah, that's annoying as fuck. Like, like it just because the John Wick movies are badass. Absolutely badass. And I know yeah. 
you haven't seen them yet. No, I haven't. You really seen them need yet. to set aside an afternoon and just bang on all three because they're amazing. Like I you can get lost them, in how cool that universe is. But what bothers me is that there's these epic scenes where they're spoken in Russian, and I don't know what they're saying. But I will say this: the one thing I can take away from those movies is it's really cool. The Russian term for boogeyman is Baba Yaga, and I think that's fucking awesome. Baba Yaga, yeah, I like that. That's not, it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Baba Yaga. And I could see it being intimidating to a child, just like the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> Baba Yaga. I like it. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, I'm going to read an email to you that re- we received because we like to re- read our emails whenever we receive them. So from? here we go. Good morning or afternoon or evening. I've been listening to your podcast since the very first episode came out and have listened to every one of them since. It's great. Though I feel like I have many questions and comments. Haha. The one I want to ask the most is, oh, and this is for both of you. After 23 episodes in the books, how are you feeling about the podcast? True answers, not fake. And with that, if you could change one or two things about the pod, your performance or each other's pod skills, what would it be? Or would you change nothing? Looking forward to the next podcast as always. Thank you, anonymous lover of two sides. Bye-bye. First off, anonymous? Come on. Give us your name. Let us know who you are. Why are you hiding? (laughs) Why are you sort of... Is it Uncle John and he doesn't want to send us another email? (laughs) He's been on every episode. That's funny. No, I think he likes the mentions, so I don't think he would be anonymous. But so what you're yeah, saying I, is this person's a potential secret admirer. I like that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you care to feel the answer first, sir? Anything you would change? Um, How do you feel after 23 episodes? I Anything like, you change? Uh, yeah, uh, I really like our podcast. Honestly, it's the most like it's one thing I look forward to doing every week. Um, sometimes we do one or two or on a really lucky week we do three like i actually really look forward to doing it and another thing is like i got to know you really well actually like it's really yeah. nice that we have this thing between us and so that means a lot to me um and it's built like our friendship and now we're also like our fam like our family ship i guess but like for sure it it, it, it means a lot to me in that sense um i think i wish i could work on is and this is a thing i really need to work on is I need to be a better listener to you. Uh, An example is you will talk about a thing and instead of just taking in what you're saying and reacting afterwards, I have already thought of a thing that I want to talk to you about, about that thing kind of (laughs) already. And I'm just waiting for you to finish talking so I can talk. And that is a bad habit. I need to start like, Take a back seat, take a breath, let Sean finish his thought, and then <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute. But instead, I'm just like, cool, I'm glad you said that. But about that thing, kind of sort of, here's my thing. We'll talk about that now. Like, <laughs> so I need to work. Like, so that's my criticism on myself. Like, I edit the podcast every week and I hear myself interrupt you all the time. Let Sean finish a fucking sentence, Thomas, and let's <laughs> let Sean talk about his thing relax you'll get there so yeah that uh, i guess that's my answer um were there other questions did i miss anything yeah uh, let me check back in i think you covered 
You can change anything about your performance, your other positives would be, or would you change nothing? Yeah, that's it. You answered it, I think. Um, also, how anonymous- are you feeling about the podcast? Was the other one, but you kind of answered that, I think. Anonymous, when you're ready, um, give us your comments. Like, you know what? This is an open forum. Like, we're here every week. Sometimes we'll record like 19. We won't, <laughs> but um, just give us a, like, honestly, I think what we're kind of both craving, and I, I don't want to speak for you, Sean, but I think we're both kind of craving is like a literal, uh, constructive criticism. What do you guys want from the podcast? What what are we doing wrong? What are we what are we doing right? Like, yeah, please, like this is this is like an open forum. Like, I want us to give you the best product that we can give you. For sure. Tell us what you want. It's funny, like with my answer, I guess is simple too. Like, I wouldn't change anything at all because literally what people are hearing is you and me figuring out how to be podcast hosts. We're getting there. You know what I mean? We've got it pretty dialed in now where we're prepared. We know how to like execute things. I do something that I catch myself doing when I listen back to the podcast as well. I interrupt the shit out of you so many times and it's hard to like not do that because you have a point in your head and you're like, I need to talk about this before the moment passes. And it's hard like contribution like in the same direction of that is tough where you're like, I want to tell him this, but I should also just stop and listen to what you're saying. Like another thing I notice I do is like the transitioning between topics. I'll just fucking go out of left field. (laughs) But I mean, I have to do that because I'm like, okay, we're done talking about this. Let's move on to the next thing. Sometimes I do that too soon while you're still trying to make a point about something. I feel like segueing is a hard thing to do. It can be. It's just being fluidic with it is I guess something that I like to still work in progress um there's nothing like i would change about the experience though like you said everything that i would say about it like we've gotten to know each other better it's something we've created together it's both of us putting our love of like a lot of things in life and our hate for a lot of things in life together and talking about it discussing it and letting other people come along for the ride so it's a lot of fun um i like agree with you 100 you don't need to be anonymous just tell us who the fuck you are (laughs) i'm actually curious would i make a little bet right now like do you think they're like so i know that we don't have like that much of like an outstanding audience that like they're like strange and they've been listening to the beginning so they're my hunch is is they either know you or they know me so you want to make a little like a little bit of a wager here do you think like you think it's like my like a like a team Tom or a team Sean person. Like, what, what do you think That's we got funny. here? Honestly, I would hope that everyone is just a team sides member. Oh, that is such a fucking cop out. But I <laughs> do, like it's beautiful. We can, do you think it's your person? Are we betting against each other? Or are we betting? Yeah, like, like, uh, like, I think it's team Tom person. They could, you know, who knows? It's a potential secret admirer. Like, they I have really that. nice writing, so I would guess that it was a Tom person. And they put an emoji in the email, which I gotta say, you know, it, it gives me a hint of maybe who you are as a person. Like, I like that. It's skill, yeah. There's some yeah. level of skill there. Very well written email. Like, it's twas. Yeah, and it was very polite. It honestly, no offense to John and Mark so far. That's probably the best written email we've gotten so far. <laughs> um, so kudos, like. Take your praise. Get, tell us who you are. We'll pat you on the back. We'll tell you a good job. That's funny. Maybe it's like Connor McDavid from the Oilers, and he doesn't want to be like 
known that he's listening to our podcast, but he's actually a huge fan and would love to hang out with us or at least me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? For your sake, I hope that that's the case. I can't even tell you how much I hope that's the case. But anonymous person who emailed us, thank you for emailing. Yeah, definitely. Again, and uh, all those of you who are listening, uh, please email us your questions, comments, concerns. How do you feel about Sean's haircut this week? How do you feel about Tom's beautiful flower shirt? Uh, <laughs> email us at uh, two sides of the story at gmail.com, the two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. That's there the number go. two sides of the story pod, uh, two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. It's a bit of a fucking mouthful, eh? It can be. It can yeah. be. I get that some way sometimes too. Another thing I would change a tiny little thing is not fucking up my words all the time. Sometimes I make the words the way I choose them to be, but other times I'm like, when I'm trying to say a certain point, because I'm excited about it. And I'm like, fuck, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. And then I I think that's a criticism for both of us, to be honest, because I'm right there with you. There's certain things like I'll like mumble through or I'll just like fat faces where I sound like, I'll sound like Cartman. I'm just like, you know what's great? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have to talk about this this week. Like, Jesus Christ, sides. Take a minute. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. I'm like, you need to enunciate. Do you, I, when, the way you said that, sides, do some of your buddies call you sides or does everyone call you Tom? Um, I get a mixture. I get what I get the most, which like blows my mind, is I get Tom sides all the time. Like, I get full named. Oh, wow. You ever get Sean Sides? Like, Sean Sides, Sometimes, what's going on? But not very often, no. Yeah. People just call me Sean. Yeah, I, I get full named a lot. Uh, Tommy's been kind of been taken away, like, like taking the lead lately. Yeah. Um, And I get thrown off when people call me Thomas. I'm like, why are you using my government name? Like, <laughs> am I in trouble? Like, what's going on here? I like to call you Thomas. Uh, most people do, like, a lot, like, yeah. Like, if I introduce myself, like, I'll introduce myself as Thomas, because that is my name. Yeah. But then they're like, do you prefer Thomas, Tom, Tommy, or, like, any variation of that? And I just go, whatever you want. Like, honestly, I'll answer to all three. Like, go nuts. Whatever you prefer. Sometimes people use the short version of my name, but it's not very often. It's, like, in churches or at libraries or shit like that, they'll say it to me. And I, I always wonder how they know it, but. Short version. Oh, <laughs> that was such a long walk for such a bad pun, and I can't believe I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask you, like, what's the short version of? Like, your what name? the fuck are you talking about? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, you nailed that. That was a honestly, that was a great Norm Macdonald joke. That was beautiful. <laughs> It was long and unnecessary, and it was a bad pun at the end. I thought you perfect. would enjoy it. I, I honestly, I love that. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself for not seeing that coming. I was just so engaged. I'm like, it's a short name for Sean. Like, it's already. It's like we were talking, like, you got to take people for a walk sometimes and then, like, let them in the door, you know? Yeah, that. <laughs> I did not predict that coming. That was nice. <laughs> Um, we also, uh, while we're on emails, we actually got a, an Instagram message from a fan. Um, he gave us like a meme and I want to pull it up real quick on the old phone here. So I don't fuck it up. Uh, I believe his name is Matt. 
Um, so what he did was based on our, we were Star Trek heavy last week, hence the title of last week's episode. Very Star Trek yeah. heavy. But uh, based on that conversation, Matt sent us a meme uh, that is slowly but surely leading. It's a picture of um, Hugh from the Borg. Yeah. Um, for such an advanced species, why is their cable management so terrible? And I have to say, I fucking agree. What is up with the cords being all over the Borg? Tighten it up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You'd think there could be like internal cords. Do they need to be on the outside, right? Maybe like maybe it's for plugging out and plugging in. I don't know. Of systems. Yeah. Oh, so um, yeah, I don't know. The 90s, I see like part of that I appreciate a lot in the sense that they just used what they had. Like we've talked about this about 80s movies and 90 early mm-hmm. 90s when they just they got an art form down of using real shit pre-CGI. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I think that the Borg also changed up their look as definitely. a first contact. Like when they show up in first contact, there's not that much loose cords. And if there are, it's like the head kind of connecting to something else, right? For sure. Um, they were scary in like Next Generation when it first came out, like when I was younger and watched it, mm-hmm. like because they were automated and it was like, you know, the scary music in the background but it wasn't until first contact where it was like that shit's fucking terrifying fucking frightening in that yeah i think i was like 13 or 14 and i had a dream that i was in my junior high and we were like all hiding under tables and like i kind of came to i was like what the fuck is happening like what are we doing and all their lasers turned on in the room and they were like scanning the room it was like a fucking nightmare i still remember to this day because it was awesome is one of the greatest zombie films of all time <laughs> pretty well, much no, no but it it it's so many literally things. It's a time travel movie right yeah it's a zombie movie yep the bit of all it's a science fiction 100 percent. and it kind of pushes towards on the horror side it's almost a story of redemption too you know like what yeah. picard had gone through and now he's like standing up to them the way he's pissed in the certain points like busting their fucking heads open you know, she's oh. like, isn't that one of your crew members? And he's like, not anymore. I did him a Ensign favor. Lynch. Ensign, Ensign Lynch. Lynch. Good memory, my friend. I, I don't know why I have that, but I do. <laughs> Ensign Lynch. Um, another thing I love is, so as you know, like I'm a South, uh, South Park fan. The amount of Star Trek references in that show is obscene. But one of my favorites is, um, do you remember the boy band episode? Mm, very vaguely yes so in that scene randy gets upset and he takes out a table and he smashes it into the local like dish cabinet but instead of like it but it's taken from first contact where he goes no no and he smashes his tiny ships like verbatim like it's not even like they take picard like they just take that scene and put it in there and that's that's the audio like there's so many star trek references throughout south park and it makes me so happy they have an entire episode where they're stuck on a bus and they hear a monster's gonna go out and kill them but the kid in the red star trek shirt goes out i'll check it out and dies instantly (laughs) yeah it's funny like the fans are everywhere and nowhere we are we are the night yes (laughs) (laughs) it's funny like when people meet me and talk to me and shit like in person 
they're not necessarily expecting me to come out with the picture of me and Kieran like meeting William Shatner and like cosplaying, especially like people at work and stuff. Cause I'm like, I'm good at my job. I'm a professional, you know what I mean? I'm in like a management type position. So they just don't expect to see that side. They see like the harshness, not like the harshness, but serious business side of me. And then I'll like be like, oh, talk to them about Comic-Con or whatever and tell them like, oh yeah, I get dressed up. Fuck rights I do. And they're like, what? And they're like, I'll show them the picture. And they're like, they just like, look at you like, like, holy fuck. Like I never would have guessed that you'd be into that kind of thing, but it's just funny. That's uh, yeah. I, I think I get that too. Like I, on first appearance, I don't think you get the fact that I'm a gigantic Star Trek fan. Yeah. I'm a giant like fandom of everything, but yeah. like my love of Star Trek and like you and I talk, like you love it more than I do, or yeah. you know more about it than I do. Yeah, know more about it, but you love it just as much if you see the great episodes. Yeah, and and I can like again, like I'm pulling out an Ensign Lynch reference. Who? Yeah, who can do that? Like you have oh, to sure. be a bit of a fucking nerd <laughs> to throw that out there. And it's one of like it's the it is a thing that bonded us, right? Like it, oh, when yeah. we first met, like we stuck to things of just like what we coincidentally out of hilarity that we've come to this because we actually started out with star wars that was the first thing we like that was the first thing we saw together but yeah our first conversations when we had each other on facebook and stuff were a little bit star trek related i I think that's funny i'm not shocked by that it's because we're fucking badass what can i say yeah uh speaking of nerdum um there's a couple shows that ended this week and i want to acknowledge them because i i for one was a fan um so first off, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, what it ended? Yeah, it had its finale last Thursday. Okay, no spoilers, motherfucker. I haven't watched that okay. yet. Okay, I gotta say, I, I will say this. Um, albeit I found the ending a bit rushed, it was a beautiful story, and it is a show that I found endless entertainment in. Yeah, uh, highly rewatchable. Great story. Uh, the whole cast, amazing. For Thank sure. you very much to the cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Dan Grauer, the creator, and all that stuff. Definitely. It was brilliant right from the get-go. Yeah, so that show ended this week. And another show that ended this week uh, by releasing its final season on Netflix was Lucifer. Do you watch that show too? No. Man, it, it's a... Uh, I think you'd enjoy it. It's worth I a watch. I can't do the, like, god angels demons shit i can't uh, do it's it a fun show man the same with supernatural i'm just not like i can't I do was it anymore huge supernatural guy Where i you? love monsters i liked I the first season but then after that it just went fucking weird on me i didn't like i don't there know were 15 seasons of that yeah i should maybe give it a second chance someday it's a real commitment there are 15 seasons of that that's but a commitment this, uh lucifer uh really worth your shot uh, like yeah, it's about angels and demons and all that fun stuff, but like, there's a comedy level to it that I think you'll appreciate. There's, gotcha. a, there's a like a, it's also a cop show. How many seasons did it end with? Six, six seasons. Okay, I remember seeing like commercials for. And the years I didn't do the math on it, but I can only hope that on the sixth season they ended on their sixty-sixth episode. 
<laughs> I can't yeah. imagine they did it, but it would have been brilliant. I hope they they did. Like it's the only, and they're like it's one of the and what these two shows both have in common is that they were both canceled by their original affiliate, which is Fox. Fox is this terrible thing of having amazing shows. He goes, you know what? This show's amazing. Let's cancel it. Maybe they have some. Maybe they're like partners with Netflix on canceling brilliant shows. Well, see, that's what happened. So NBC ended up picking up Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. And then um, Netflix picked up Lucifer. Right. Giving them appropriate uh, arcs so they can at least tell the story that they were meant to tell. I mean, that's awesome when that happens. That's what happened with Buffy too, right? We got a sixth and seventh season because they switched to a different network. So it's cool when a network, another network network or did WB just absorb UPN? I believe it switched to a completely different network. I don't think Buffy was canceled. I think Buffy... I don't know if it was cancelled, but it was ended. Like, season five was the end, and then the UPN or whatever brought it back for two more seasons. Okay. Because that's what I I think think happened. I think it was originally on UPN and then absorbed by WB. Okay. And then the WB then becomes the CW. Right. It changed a lot, for sure. Yeah. But that happens. But these two shows in particular... (laughs) <laughs> sorry <laughs> were canceled yeah and then picked up by another provider and to be canceled got, again well no but it ended on their own terms though oh good like that's what it was like we'll let you finish your story like this right is, and i i gotta say there are endings that i don't quite agree with and you and i have these endless battles about how certain shows end well and certain shows end poorly um I gotta say, these were nice endings, and you can, can like, there you're not left with any questions. So I'm worried. Nice. I don't know what to believe. I'm gonna have to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be having an angry talk with you on the podcast if it's a horrible ending. <laughs> Bring it up as soon as you can, man, because it's topical yeah. right now. I think I'm just one season behind, so it would be easy to pull it up. Yeah, because they did eight seasons. Is that right? Yeah, the eighth season's the final season. Yeah, so the I think I just have only ten episodes. Only fourteen. Only ten. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's easy to smash out. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah. I I I was really happy with both endings, and there are two shows that I'll definitely revisit, and there are two shows I'll definitely miss. Well. We'll miss you, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Lucifer. Brooklyn Nine Nine is such a goddamn good show. So funny. Yeah. So funny. And yeah. like, I had that gap after How I Met Your Mother ended for a show that could make me laugh out loud, mm-hmm. and it filled the hole a little bit for me for a while. It's a, it was a good show. Like when I first heard it announced, like there's certain shows where you're just like, and I felt this way about New Girl, and I was a big New Girl fan. Um, is that you hear these show and you're like, oh, this is what the show is gonna be will last like six episodes <laughs> but i watched it because i'm a big andy sandberg fan so like i'll watch it but fuck i don't i don't have high hopes and then i watch it when <laughs> this is fantastic yeah can't wait i was the opposite i was like i'm not a big fan of that andy sandberg guy i don't think i want to watch it and then i gave it a chance and was like it's so fucking good and i love andy sandberg yeah but it's funny how the, you come to those things right yeah 
And I also recommend New Girl. I'm not sure if you ever watched that show, but that show's fucking hilarious. Never have. Is that that Zoe de Chanel girl yeah. or whatever? And like, so I used to make fun of that show. Like, I thought that show was gonna get canceled immediately. And I yeah. gotta tell you, man, nope. And it is worth every episode. You fall huh. in love with these characters. Interesting. Yeah. I might check it out one day. Yeah, I, I, I really recommend that you do. I want to tell you a really, really stupid work story. Please do. So one of the guys that I work with, we're pretty close. We, we fuck around with each other sometimes, but like just playfully, we don't cause any damage or hurt each other or anything like that. But he went <clears throat> in our warehouse. I would say it's like almost two football fields in length away from where I was to the bathroom and he left both his cell phones in there when he finished up in the bathroom and came back into the shop. So he goes to grab his phone and realizes it's not fucking there. So he's like, what the fuck? So he like runs back to the bathroom and his phones are gone. So he starts freaking out and he's like, what the fuck? So he comes back um, to me and he's like, man, like he's stressed out. I can see on his face. He's like, I can't fucking find my goddamn phone. Like what the fuck? So I'm like, here, I'll call it for you. Like I'm sure who someone just picked it up and took it to the office and gave it to someone. No big deal. So I phone it. No answer. I phone it again. No answer. So he goes, run in to go check the office ask the guy sitting in the office hey did anybody bring my cell phone in here and he's like no man sorry so as he leaves our boss walks in and he was the guy who found the cell phones so he didn't have it so i phone again and our other buddy answers the phone he's like yeah tell that dumbass to come get his fucking phones so (laughs) he's like on the other side of the shop again like two football fields away and i scream his name as loudly as i can and he's like oh fuck like comes running because he thinks that i found his phones so i lean into him like hey and he like gets close we have earplugs on and shit i'm like hey curious question do you think that like squirrels have the spectrum of feelings that we do or do you think that they just don't really feel things <laughs> and he was like the look on it he wanted to like beat the shit out of he's like are you fucking serious right now are you serious like did you seriously call me over here to ask me that like just so frustrating <laughs> I, I had to start laughing i was like go get your fucking phones or in the office you turd but yeah, it was just funny because like the way we fuck with each other like that sometimes you have those moments <laughs> that, i can't that, help it that was excellent man i love those i love those kinds of things yeah it's just too much fun to torture people sometimes <laughs> so uh before we started recording i was having dinner at my buddy zach's house and then uh, afterwards we're having a couple of cocktails after dinner and we were listening to some music and we the proclaimers came on Yep. 500 miles. I would walk 500 miles. That one. Yeah, of course. And I would walk 500 more. But Just to be the. Sorry. We could do the I whole. We get into this all night. Yeah. But what, <laughs> what that triggered was um, a memory of do you remember the old Molson Canadian commercials? Tell me more. Maybe okay. I'll jog So there was um, the Molson the Canadian commercial that has to do with this song was two guys are playing guitar singing 500 miles but it starts with a guy in the united states going we're all the most canadian they're all gone well i guess i gotta go get more so he leaves his apartment in the united states okay that's a vague memory yeah yeah to canada meanwhile these two guys are singing 500 miles and he gets the case of canadian and this guy's going through like lakes mountains (laughs) yeah everything just to get a case of beer to come back, cross the border, and drop it. And then he turns around, and he just goes back. But then we start deep diving, like, all the old 
Molson Canadian commercials. And I got to say, these were my favorite commercials of all time with the, like the, my name is Joe and I am Canadian. Like that, that all stuff, like that whole, like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't know Bobby, Susie and Billy from Canada, but I'm sure they're very, very nice. Yeah. Those were funny, subtle, like funny little commercials. I remember those. Yeah. And They're I gone say, though. Hey, what what's going on with Molson Canadian these days? I gotta say, beer commercials or commercials in general have gone so downhill. Have they? The, not like their marketing in I say like late nineties, early two thousands was perfect because I remember being a teenager going, I can't wait to buy beer. I'm gonna buy Molson Canadian strictly <laughs> because of these commercials because they work. And I did like when I turned 18, the first case of beer I bought was Canadian. Uh, I remember like me and Marty all the time used to buy Molson Canadian. And I, I was a hundred percent because of these old commercials. That's awesome. Yeah. They need to up their game. I, I'll say this though. I don't watch commercials anymore. There's only one commercial of recent history I can think of. And it was like for some kind of flea medication for dogs. And the only reason I like it is because there's a basset hound in it. And they're like talking about, they're like ticks and these kind of bugs and these kind of bugs and they turn to the basset hound he's like and mosquitoes and so i fucking love that commercial every time it comes on i'll even rewind it and watch it again but other than that fuck commercials they're a part of our past that we don't need to fucking go to anymore oh you want to tell me about products that i might need in my life i think i can fucking research my own products just show me the goddamn tv show i want to watch i'll tell you this right now i do miss those old molson commercials and um, granted, these five second or 15 second or 20 second things I see on YouTube or on Facebook or on yeah. all these fucking things, I will go back to those times 100% of the time because half of the commercials we see are just annoying. Like, look at all these lights. Look at the product that we're giving you. Look at all, <laughs> like, aren't you like, no, fucking skip. I don't have time for your bullshit anymore. But I would have all the time in the world for all these old Molson commercials. Um, they were creative. This is kind of they an obsessive. Funny. They, they were, were. They were. And no one could compete with them. They were genius. Yeah. The I am Canadian uh, advertisements were genius. And Molson, if you're listening, Jeff and or others, first and foremost, I will take season tickets to the Montreal Canadiens any time of the day. So, Jeff, fuck me up. But let's go back to those old, amazing commercials. <laughs> like, you own the Canadians. Spend a fucking dollar or two. Like, let's do it. Pretty much. It'd be a smart idea. And it clearly worked. So, no. Good I, rant. Yeah. It, you know, it boggles the mind of just, you had, like, lightning in a bottle here. And you just... <laughs> what you just fuck it up like that that's awesome um what do you do what do you do you bitch about it on your podcast and hope change happens that's what you do (laughs) do you have you seen the skip commercials the skip the dishes with john ham yeah yeah they're great so funny story about those crystal's grandmother fucking hates that guy she hates john ham with a passion she's like he's so ignorant to that guy He's so rude because she takes the like commercials as literal instead of like for the spoof joke that they are. 
and she just like cannot fucking she hates him when that comes on afterwards she's like i can't stand that guy i fucking hate him and it's like so funny me and crystal are like uh, i just started like going the opposite direction like i love him i think that he's hilarious you know is buy her the box set of mad men <laughs> She doesn't have a DVD player or anything like that, but it's funny. Is, is he a, in Mad Men? I don't even know. Player. There's a lot of steps involved in this joke. <laughs> I, I don't do. like this gag. It's too many steps. <laughs> <laughs> but what I could do is get a frame picture of him and put it up in a room and see how long it takes her to notice. That would be fun as well. So Crystal made a TikTok to like help. She's going to get famous, basically, and then make us famous. She's going to like help advertise in certain ways. And her Ooh. her tag is soon to be sides. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But anyway, she po- posted, a, maybe I shouldn't even talk about it, but there's a video on there of someone who t- was supposed to take a couple drops of their cannabis medicine and then took two extra drops, forgetting that she'd already taken two drops. It's a pretty fucking funny little clip for the people out there who want to see it. Check it out. Follow us on TikTok, Two Sides of the Story Pod. Fantastic. That's the word, Two Sides of the Story Pod. Not yes. to be confused with our email. Yes. Um, we like to diversify. Yeah. Well, what's what's Crystal's? Is soon to be sides at t- yeah. TikTok? Yeah. All right. At soon to be sides. Is it all the <laughs> words? Yeah. All it right. is all the words. If you're, she put if, up like videos of me singing karaoke and stuff like that that I don't have. And I was like, crap, don't put that up there. But it was too late. Well, I think you should get that out there. If Kieran's taught me anything is that you have a lovely singing voice. <laughs> that bothered me a tiny bit when he said like what he said. That like Sean's presence is he like if he's singing Bob Dylan, he becomes Bob Dylan. It bothered me like just a tiny bit because I was like, I do do that. And I just said doo-doo on air. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was your duty. Oh. Do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, one of those things that I do. I Whoever I'm singing, like I like to sing sometimes female artists because then it makes it my own more so. You know what I mean? Because my interpretation of the way they sing it is a man singing woman's song, so it is completely different. But other artists don't, don't are, undercut your level of femininity, Sean. I think you have a decent like your inner female energy can take over, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't go high pitch because I can't. I try to sing high pitch and there's just nothing there. It's just whispers of air. <laughs> but no, I'm in touch with no, I'm not really in touch. I don't know. Maybe I'm in touch with my feminine side. Your feminine sides? Oh, it was easy. It was I easy. like to honestly try to consider all sides of most topics because it's safe. I like to take, I like to get both sides of the story. That's totally fair. And then look at it and figure out, try to figure out what sides of the spectrum you fall on with it all. Right. We can be at this whole fucking day. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's spare our fans and <laughs> move along nicely. That's, that's enough puns. Um, another thing I want to talk about. Someone has a birthday coming up. Do you have any big plans? Oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, uh, see, nothing too Between crazy. The, the big three seven. Yeah. If anyone is a Clerks fan knows that's the amount of dicks that like, Dante's <laughs> girlfriend sucked in her lifetime. And I know. It's a big number. Missing. 
I, I'm excited about that. It'll be the same amount of years as dicks were sucked in that by yeah. that woman. Quite wonderful. Um, <clears throat> my lady's got a plan going. She hasn't told me exactly what it is yet. Oh, she's planning for you. That's a nice touch. Yeah, she's she's amazing when it comes to birthdays. Like I think I told you about it briefly when we were talking about like amazing moments that happened early on in the podcast. But my thirty first birthday, fuck man, she like me and Karen went to Comic Con. We came home and there was like a table on the deck. And what the fuck is that table doing there? Went downstairs. There was a surprise party. Like twenty five people there to surprise and celebrate my birthday with me. She just like goes above and beyond. She had photo booth set up so that we could do, and it was like a space theme birthday. She had the a Klingon bathroom. Like we, she had a red light in the bathroom, and there was like Klingon decorations in the bathroom upstairs. And like, I only hope that if you took a dump, you're just yelling "Kapla!" <laughs> it was annoying because I had a bunch of Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for two sides of the story this week. Uh, <laughs> fuck, that was such a I was a perfect joke. That was <laughs> honestly that was perfect. But no, it was fucking awesome. And like I always Crystal like asks me what I want for my birthday every year and shit. And like sometimes I'll be like, I want this because I'm like an obsessive collector and shit. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like she always makes me feel so special on my birthday that it doesn't really matter what we do, where we are. Like last year, she took me to drum Heller to go to the dinosaur museum and like had an amazing, eh? what's that? Sorry. Great there. eh? Oh fuck. I love it there. But anyways, she, uh, and had like Kieran and Andrea surprise me on the Saturday. They came down for the rest of the weekend as well, which was nice to have like someone to rock hunt with me and Kieran were fucking picking out pieces of petrified wood, like madmen. But just shit like that, like even if we do not a lot, usually Comic Con's on my birthday, so I'm like, my days are planned out. We're going to Comic Con. We're getting shitter on Saturday night. That's been the kind of recipe for many, many years. But no matter where I am, what I'm doing, I know that I'll feel loved. So I'm pretty blessed in that sense. Yeah, that's good, man. Like, are things still closed now? Are things like shut down, like restaurants and all that fun stuff? <sighs> I don't really know the whole drill. There's a vaccine passport and shit. And I like opened it and I was 180,000 people in line ahead of me. And I filled some shit out today. I don't know. I think it's like restaurants are outdoor dining only unless you can provide proof of vaccination, then you may dine inside, but it's up to the restaurants to police if they're going to just keep it closed or if they are going to let people in. And if they let people in, then they have to be the ones like requesting the information, basically what's going on in Quebec and Ontario. Right. Right. It's, Honestly, it's not that big of a pain in the ass. No, no, no. I don't mind at all. I just need to know like exactly what to do. Just tell me what to do, and then I will do it. Just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Just tell me. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I'm not in a rush. Like, I like to support local businesses and all that, but I can do that from home too. And eating out in restaurants is good and everything, but I don't need to like... I know a lot of people who are like, I fucking need to go. I need to go. I need to go. I'm like, you guys go if you need to go. I don't necessarily need to go at this moment. If I want to get food from that restaurant, I can get takeout. For you me, know it's what more I mean? like the bars. Like, I like bars. That's how I yeah. unwind, how I relax. So, like, that part of it is huge to me. I'm past the bar scene for the most part, unless I'm going to karaoke or something like that. Like, I don't, I'm not as big into that. You know what I mean? Must be fucking nice, Sean. It's different if you have like buddies that you're meeting up with, and like, 
I have those guys too, but they've like had, you know, guys have kids now and shit that don't want to go out as much. And it's just, I don't want to go bump shoulders with a bunch of 20 year olds. You know what I mean? If I'm going out with guys from work, they're like all 10 years younger than me and shit like that. Not that I wouldn't go. I'm just saying like, I'm fucking turning 37. I don't need to be. Those guys are going to listen to this podcast and all they hear is Sean doesn't want to hang out with us. Yeah. It's fucking rude. Yeah. You're the boss. You can't fucking hang out with people. Yeah. Uh, They'll see you all fucked up and you're just like, you guys didn't need to see that side of me. (laughs) I'm just joking. It's not too bad. I'm pretty handsome when I'm drunk. I know because I see myself in the mirror for like 20 minutes. yourself in the back. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't feel that way. What's that? Like a cockatiel. It's because I'm looking at you so handsome in your fancy beard, your fancy hat, your fancy shirt like tuft of hair coming out of hat it's like damn that's how it happened i feel intimidated i'm intimidated by the beauty that's all yeah well take it all in that's all i gotta say (laughs) take it all in buddy there's like a tom Selleck feel to it almost which is oh this is pure hawaii 5-0 like Hermie is worried that this is like the almost the same shirt that chunk is wearing in goonies (laughs) i see that now too actually yeah that's fucking awesome (laughs) Sloth love chunk. We'll call it sell chunk. Yeah, but perfect. That, that's where I, I told my line is like I'm like half Tom Selleck, half chunk from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a pretty fucking awesome mix either way. Just saying. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Well, on that note, uh, I think we we've talked the ears off of our listeners. Yep. Yeah. So uh, from all of us here at Two Sides of the Story, I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Live long and prosper, everybody. Oh, real quick. uh, I forgot to talk about uh, football pool for this week. I picked the Broncos to beat beat, um, the Jaguars. So we'll see what happens there. Wish me luck, fans. Good luck, Broncos. sir. I, I got week two of the football <laughs> pool I'm in. So please. You got this, Tom. Yeah. Okay. I'm next, like, I'm another step closer to that $130,000. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go Broncos this week. And then uh, we'll see you all next week. Have a good week, everybody. Party on. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.